Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Texting, folks. He is texting. Are you texting Dylan Riola or who are you texting? I said the deal's done. Just get here. <laughs> okay. Here we are. We're back. Uh, we had to. Uh, we. I texted. I was like, man, there's too much going on. You're. You have been in Dallas. You've been doing work stuff. You've been doing. I've been busy, but we had to find a way to get together to talk here. This is probably qualifies as emergency status. Emergency status. That's ex- it's exactly it. So here. So let me let me timestamp this thing. It is about two o'clock on December thirteenth. The only scary thing about like doing a pod during these times is like news changes in a second. You know, like so by the time we record this and release it, God knows what Nebraska's situation is going to be. But here we are. Do we okay? need to record two versions, alternate like, versions? South Park did this, I think, after the twenty sixteen election. They did like both versions, right? And they released it the next day because they did. They truly did. But you know. wouldn't even. I wouldn't even know there. There would be. There would be like a version where Rayola then goes back to Georgia. There'd be the version where Rayola stays at Nebraska. Yeah. There'd be a version where Kyle McCord comes to Nebraska or doesn't come to Nebraska. Like there, there are too many things. Okay, too many versions of this thing. Predictions though, like if if it works. It's both of them. Is that is what that it what I'm like. understanding? That, that's what it's it sounds both like. Or neither? Or now, I don't like, know if it's both or neither, but it sounds like there's a world and almost I don't know. I mean, you talk to I I you hear I act like I talk, I listen to people and they make it sound like it is there's a pretty good chance there's gonna be both of them. Which is like, oh my god! Okay, could you explain it to me? Well, no, I cannot <laughs> because that's the thing is, to me. Well, what I mean, the heck just happened? I don't know because the thing that's amazing is there wasn't even a rumbling about this. No, like you know what I even forgot. Remember, Rayola was on came to a game this year as like, yeah, and he wasn't even. He was like there, not even as a recruit. Like it, people had moved on. Yeah, right. There wasn't any rumblings about this. And then seemingly out of nowhere, two, three days ago or whatever it was, Nebraska's back in the mix for, for Dylan Riola. And I don't understand what what happened here. Like, I mean, he because just to keep people up to speed, he was committed to Ohio State. Then he decommitted to Ohio mm-hmm. State. Then about a year ago at this time, around December, Nebraska and Rayola were like flirting hard. They were in yeah. the corner. I think we joked, they were in the corner of the bar, like making out hard. Yes. Like, no, kind of holding hands. And Nebraska's kinda, like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And, and Dylan Rayola said, I don't. And he left with Georgia, left yeah. the bar with Georgia. So he was really hot and heavy with Nebraska. Then he commits to Georgia. And then seemingly things kind of went quiet for a long stretch of time here. Um, Nebraska immediately landed in-state Bellevue West quarterback Daniel Kalen. Yeah, and that to me is the move-on moment. Like, yes, like we're we're getting over Dylan. We got a new girlfriend. Yeah, and we get Daniel Kalen. Like Dylan's over. It's Daniel now. Right, right. right. And, and I think that's where people moved on. Like we we like we found our guy instead. Like with Kalen, and and that was that. Like it was done. It's right. That's done. So 
Nick, what happened in the last week or month or day or what could it be? That's what I don't really understand. That, that's well, a couple of things with this. So this weekend, Raiola's coming on an official visit. Yeah. I would be shocked if Dominic Raiola, considering his relationship with Nebraska, his brother on staff, all those kinds of things, would let this situation get to where it's at now, where he has all of a sudden he's back in the fold with Nebraska. He's coming on an official visit the weekend before the early signing period. He's going to be an early enrollee. Yeah. I would be shocked if Dominic would let it get to this point and have him Nebraska. Yes. Like if it were some elaborate, like negotiating tactic, Boy, right? yeah, I don't like, like if he ends up back at Georgia after in a visit here, that is a little, you know, like it is what it is if that's the case, but um, I don't, I can't imagine that that I would can't be, either. Like it I, just seems a little too personal for the Riolas to want to do that here. Just put yourself in the Rayola kitchen table. Dom's talking to Dylan and and this comes up. Yeah. And and I would have to imagine at some point Dominic goes, "Hey man, it's your life, but I just if we if we go if we make this move, we got to pretty we got to see this thing through." Okay, I'm glad you you've started this train cuz now this is, gets me thinking here, right? So the reason why this is probably not a negotiation tactic to me it's because a better tactic is to go to Alabama or go to Georgia's other closest rival, which is what between it's Alabama or F Florida, probably Alabama at this point, right? Yeah. I think if you're Riola, you go to Alabama and say to drive up the price yeah, or whatever. You drive up the, like, yeah. like you're, you're, you're telling Georgia, like, Hey, they're offering a big number. Right. I think you guys are, you know, like if, if we're playing a very big game of hypothetical, but now that you got me thinking about it, I don't think they do that with Nebraska. You don't that he wouldn't you I just don't think Dom would use Nebraska. No. Use his brother it's on too, staff. It's too personal and too nasty. Because the, okay, let's just let's as we're now I mean we're all just spewing stuff right this now, all right? Because because, listen because to people bull, no one understands what's going on. Yeah. Like there's a world where where Dylan does this and then maybe it's all a tactic to to and he ends up back at Georgia and Daniel Kalen decommits and signs with Michigan State. By the way, it yeah. sounds like he's that's what's going to happen here. As Sean Callahan tweeted, oh, I think he, I, I did Dan Kalen is now visiting Michigan State, and I think Sean Callahan has put in his wow. prediction that Daniel Kalen is headed potentially to East Lansing. So, and, wow. and Kyle McCord was on his visit to Nebraska when this news broke. Yeah. So there's a, I guess, and maybe Kyle McCord doesn't like Rayola in the equation. Yeah. So I, I say all that to say, it would be pretty crappy if Dylan used Nebraska as bait or the rail has used Nebraska as bait and left to go back to Georgia and they lost out on Cal McCord and lost Daniel Kalen well, over it. But, so, but, so I just so this don't is where, say that. This is where it can't, that can't be the it case. Like the, the case. more you think through this, right? If you're thinking through this logically, like his uncle is on staff. Yes. That makes his uncle look bad. That makes that hurts his uncle's job, right? And it hurts the team, his uncle's coaching that his father played on and loves dearly. Yes, they don't want to do that to Nebraska. So, like, the more I say it out loud, the more I go, Yeah, that's right. There's no way they're doing that, which actually gives me the feeling that this is going to happen. I would say right now, because of all of that, 
I would say it's like I'm at 95% that that next yeah. week, exactly one week from today, early signing is the early, that Dylan Riola is going to sign with Nebraska next week. That is amazing. It is incredible. Now, the thing that is you you try to you, you started by going, what happened? I, you know, you read stuff that there's a log jam at quarterback at Georgia, or maybe there was some stuff promised NIL wise at Georgia that hasn't yeah. come to fruition. this this I will say this it does feel like this has to be a case of like it feels more like I don't want to play for Georgia now than it than it is that I want to play at Nebraska like yeah because nothing really has changed at Nebraska like if anything I'd say watching one year under rule for from a quarterback's perspective probably wasn't the most exciting picture to, to no, witness, no, you know, no. they go five and seven, they lead the nation in turnovers. The offense was the worst it's been in 60 years. And it's not like Nebraska is just flush with offensive talent right now. So it's hard. It's hard for me to size up that what exactly changed for Dylan Riola to go, you know what? I want to be a Husker. That was a week to go. And let me, let me read like, I don't think so. It's gotta be something happened. It's gotta to be money or it's gotta be, I think this has got to be a Georgia issue. Like, yes. So let's let's say there's three scenarios. I think that's of anything, right? And I don't think one of them. I just want to go to Nebraska. I don't think that's one of them. Uh, I think it's logjam coaching, something in that realm. Not money, not money wise. Money wise at Georgia mm-hmm. is an issue for yes. for the Riola family. Two, a money issue at Georgia, and three. Nebraska found some major room in their pocketbooks and said, <clears throat> Dylan, I I have a, something I want to talk to you about. And Dylan's eyes got real big. So uh-huh. it's one of those three things Has that to, to me, um, I'd be very curious to see how that, how that played out because man, it seems late in the game to be here. It, and, and it just, it just doesn't make I'm with you. It has to be one of those three things because it just doesn't on the surface. A lot of this doesn't make sense. A five-star quarterback would be, he would be going to Georgia to play with the most loaded roster in all of college football. That's competing for national championships annually. You assume the NIL deal was good. Why would you walk away from that to go to Nebraska? Unless something, all those three scenarios that you just laid out, like, I don't know. I mean, there's also a chance that like, is Dylan Raiola sitting there and thinking like, I want to find a path to get on the field quicker. And rather than deal with the constant reloading and battling of other five-star quarterbacks that are, because that's the thing about those big programs. It's true. Every year, there's another five-star next big thing coming in. Well, here's what you find. Like, if you look at the last, I don't know, five to seven years, We've had a few Heisman Trophy winners that are transfer guys. The next mm-hmm. school is where they make their 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 run at. It's like they they're in the mix and can't stay in the field or can't get the job. And they're you know because everybody there is a big time good player. And it's like you know like I even look at like is Jalen Hurts a better quarterback than Tua now? But Hurts got yanked out of the national title game because Tua was like yes. well, you know like you deal with that. When at those big schools. At those big schools. Nebraska, essentially, like, it's whether he comes in and is given the keys or he asked, like, I want a buffer year where 
I can maybe, you know, see how the year goes for a senior guy, learn, develop, get ready. And then I'm either playing by the end of that first year or I'm, you know, I'm taking over when I'm ready in the second year. I think that there could be some of that too. I don't know if he's a kid that wants to play now or if he's a kid that goes, you know, I talked to my dad, like we want to take that year and like, yeah, take it slow. Right. Because I, I mean, maybe because maybe he looks at Nebraska and sees a quarterback situation that he can go in and just dominate right away. Yeah. Um, but you bring up that whole like Tua and and Jalen Hurts thing. Like maybe maybe because of that quarterback situation at Nebraska, he also sees a situation where he is needed. Let's be honest. At Georgia doesn't necessarily, and this is not meant to be a shot at Dylan Riola. No. And I'm going to use an example here. It is Georgia doesn't necessarily need Dylan Riola. Yeah. There was a guy named Justin Fields that yeah. was at Georgia. That's and that's they the didn't point. need him. That's it. And they won a national title with. Out him, yeah, and he and he he is better off that he went to Ohio State and became a big time star and a pro and a, and a, a, pro. And a first yeah. round draft pick. Like so, I don't know. Maybe he's also going Nebraska. Like Nebraska obviously desperately needs a quarterback, so they desperately need Rayola. And that desperation can be good in two ways for someone like Rayola. Number one, getting onto the field quickly, or kind of being able to control your uh, how you want this to look. Right, he's in the driver's and seat. He's he in, or or, like you said, where Nebraska found a bunch of money. It's also good because of that desperation for the NIL world. Oh man, where m- maybe Sims being so bad. And the turnovers being so crazy, and the offensive production being so terrible, and the other two quarterbacks, Harburg and Chuba, coming in and continuing to struggle. Maybe all of that has led to a situation where Nebraska is in a different spot than they were last December in terms of what they would could promise or offer Dylan Riola from both the 1890 side of things and the coaching staff side of things. Yeah. Maybe there's there's that with it. Uh, I mean, I got to think that the the college landscape is changing and changing fast. I, I don't doubt for a second that like, oh, the first year of these collectives, it's like some money. And then you see like Texas A&M kind of going crazy. And then everybody else is kind of watching them go crazy yeah. and going, so this is what people are doing. And it's either you're going to kind of get on board or you're not. And it sounds to me like we have Dylan, we got McCord, and we got this a big time receiver coming in. Fleming, Fleming, Julian right? Fleming. Like that tells me that we are there. There's got to be a major expansion of what we're willing to offer if these guys are not only like hearing us out, but seemingly like it looks like they're coming this way. Well, here, okay. So here's, uh, let me go on a tangent real quick that applies to that, and I'll circle it back to this quarterback situation because I was thinking about this. And I heard Sam McEwen talk about it, but it's it's also something that I've thought a ton about. I've told you before that I I never bought into this long runway, four to five years to build this thing up with rule. Like I think I don't buy that. I don't. I think Nebraska fans exhausted all their patience with Frost. Um, yeah. Simply put, I don't think Rule and Trev have as much time as maybe they want to make it out to be. This idea that this, you know, Nebraska and its current drought that they're in from a winning program standpoint could, you know, like the fans are going to be like, yeah, I'm cool with five and seven, five and seven, six and six in the first three years of rule. Give me a break. I think what I think there could be is there's a little urgency over there. Yeah. Where they need to win and like win right now. 
and the other thing with with urgency is money creates urgency. Like if you pay a lot, you expect a lot. Nebraska is now paying both coordinators over a million dollars. Satterfield's getting 1.4. Tony White, because of his restructured deal flirting with USC, got 1.6. Nebraska's paying rule five and a half million dollars a year. That salary escalates higher and higher. Nebraska just spent $150 million on a practice facility. Nebraska's proposing a $450 million renovation to Memorial Stadium. All that is a lot of money which to circle back, I think cranks up the urgency with everything. Nebraska needs to get good and get good fast. The other part of the urgency is this defense in Tony White. If you're Rule and you're Trev and you're Nebraska, you may be looking at your team right now and kind of go, are we like one quarterback away from like maybe QB receiver lineman? Like one, two, three. Are we kind of maybe like two, three players away from, like, I don't know, winning, like, nine or ten games, and, like, at that point, who the hell knows? I think, I, I think I think they maybe are. I think you look, you look at the defense, you look at, you know, even, like, something as minute as Gifford and Benhart coming back becomes a big, big deal yes. if you get a quarterback. It yes. becomes a big deal. Like, those are, those are big pieces on a team that overnight with a quarterback – I mean, I saw something, you know, something online said we're a top 10 team next. I'm like, okay, hold on, on. just hold on. Right. But we're legitimately can think even top 25, like to think about us in the top 25, Nick, it's been a decade. I know. I mean, it's crazy. And and so that's what I'm like. I think there's a chance that they all of a sudden like circled back up and went, wait, hold the phone here, guys. That defense is real. Like is like a top 20 defense in the country. Good enough, right? Ty and the polar bear are coming back. Gifford's coming back. And Tony White's coming and back. And Tony White's coming back. And all those young dudes that the, were like playing as freshmen, like they're not going to get worse. No. Prince Will, all those guys, Ryan Van Poppen, like all the, those guys. Yeah, getting, Van Poppel, the, 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 the pediatrician. Yeah, Dr. James, and, like he's getting, he's, <laughs> he's getting, he's going to come rock some more babies next yeah, year. That's his plan. Sure. I saw him at the NICU. He was rocking some babies the other day. So, I, so I, I guess I, when I, I said, what's changed at Nebraska? Well, maybe the urgency has gone up. I mean, I think the Tony White signing tells you something about where they're at. They're like, this guy's really good. This defense has this a chance defense, to be on paper. Yeah. Like legit. And oh, by the way, like I, the other thing with the urgency, have you really looked at the ske- the first six, seven games of the schedule next year? The start of the year is unbelievable. Let's see. Let's UTEP, Colorado at home, Northern Iowa at home, Illinois at home. First four games, all at home. Then you're at Purdue. Then you get Rutgers at home. Then you're at Indiana. That It's the schedule we've been waiting for. It is. <laughs> so I guess I just, you know, I can just picture everybody in a room and go, okay, we just got Tony White back. Okay, Gifford's coming back. Polar Bear and Ty are coming back. I think back. you can sell the schedule to these recruit, like to those quarterbacks and receive, like you can be like, guys, if you show up and like have a pulse of what you can be, we should win the first seven games. There's, there's a world, and you know, I'm sure they're queue up the YouTube comments, people listening to this, like, listen to these delusional Nebraska fans. Like, I don't there's a world where would it stun me if Nebraska's six and one or seven and oh in those like not necessarily. It would stun me if we if we don't get new quarterbacks. It would stun me. But like if well, we yeah, if, if we get quarterbacks if, and a couple pieces, 
that schedule looks very, very reasonable. Yes, if I guess I should have. If Nebraska can land these, yes, the what's on the line right now. I, I just I look at everything and I can understand how all of a sudden the urgency of things have has have gone up. Yeah, I think if you're rule, you're seeing what's happening around the country. Like I said, we're talking about te- uh, about Texas A&M. We're t- we you know, hear about what's going on at Georgia. Or, you know, like I, I, something like Georgia, like there's like multiple guys getting a million dollars. Like yes, I, you know, like you don't get to see the numbers anywhere. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like nobody has access to who's getting paid what. No. But you hear the rumors, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think the rumors in the coaching world are completely out now, and they can go to their boosters and be like. So this is what it is. Do you like how much do you want to win? It's going to take this. Yeah. And if you don't do it, they're doing it. They right. are doing it and it's done. I, I've heard some coaches talk about that where like the NIL thing, the only good thing about it is now it takes it honestly almost takes some heat off of the coaches in recruiting. And I've had I've talked to some coaches that in college basketball that kind of go, man, I can now turn to my big boosters and say, Don't look at me, look at you. In a sense, Nick, like the boosters, this is going to sound crazy. The boosters are involved with recruiting. Do you know why? Because they almost are paying per player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just like, here you go. I mean, there may be some places that they say, here you go, coach. Here's a, a pool of money to use roughly. But actually, the coaches have a disconnect with it. Mm-hmm. And the collectives make the decision on who gets the money where. And I would think if I'm a boost, I, you know, I could say, I want that. I'm going to write you a check for a million dollars. I want that check to go to Dylan Riola. Oh, Nick, if there's, if these two quarterbacks, if, if Matt rule says a million to 2 million is what he said. So he said in the press conference, and that was a couple weeks before this happened. I mean, you got to assume Nick McCord is in the million to 2 million and Dylan Riola's in the, million to two million so goodness that means that like somebody is probably willing to write those checks right now i I wonder if in a weird way like he when i i think rule is really i think he's wicked smart like casey is it was it casey affleck that said that and good boys wicked my boys wicked smart I think that's Trev came in after. How you like them apples, Georgia? <laughs> My boy's wicked, wicked smart. smart. Yeah. But when he made that's that comment, Vickus. now you're gonna quote. <laughs> so you're talking. Now you're talking Gordon, 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 Gordon Wood. Georgia's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, at least you're not gonna be. But uh, you'll be serving my yeah, kids yeah. French fries when I'm driving <laughs> to the bowl game. Yeah, that may be true, but at least I won't be unoriginal. God, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's a, such just domination. Uh, but when he when he threw that, hey, you know, a good quarterback's going to be a million to two million dollars. Like, I think in some ways that was to maybe let the the booster nil world know what's going on. But oh, then wow, in, yeah. a, in another way, it maybe also put up a sign for these portal guys, like a roundabout way of not saying it, but like, hey. We're open for business over here. I don't know exactly exactly how this works. Like I don't I don't exactly know how this whole chain of communication goes, right? But but rule has to stay out of the direct here's the amount of money I'm I'm paying you. It's 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 kind of a gray Yeah, but I it's I a mean, gray zone, but he's supposed to, but come on. Like but, but here's the part here's the part that's tricky is you know, like the collectives, they are out 
essentially like they are out recruiting and you know, they got to be up on this stuff. They got to be on yes. the pl- these players uh, as a part of this thing. And it, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a weird world. How that, how that kind of works. And I just, I don't know. I, I look at all this stuff and to me, the, the urgency is cranked up to go get a real quarterback. Yeah. And maybe Rayola and even Kyle McCord can see all of what we just talked about. They see a power conference, big 10 program that desperately needs a quarterback that has a good defense in place and a Brinks truck of NIL money ready to back up to their driveway and just yeah. dump it on their doorstep. And I would say all of that creates a fairly attractive situation for how McCord. I, I do too. I think these two quarterbacks would walk in here and we are so desperate that, that like we almost aren't believing what's happening that the, I think people are going to throw money at him. I think the fans are going to throw money and the businesses are going to throw money. at him yes. they're going to be like, we finally got some good players, some good, like we can't believe we're getting the number one quarterback and you're a former five-star. There are two five-star. It's just remarkable that we, what we are talking about, you're going from a quarterback situation of Jeff Sims, Heinrich Harburg and Chubba Purdy to potentially a quarterback situations that has two five-stars, one of which just started and went 11 and one at Ohio state. And yeah. the other one is the number one recruit in the country. Like, I, it, this is all un, unbelievable. To That's me. why we're having this pod, because we almost can't believe what we're saying. No. And it, the one thing, like, with with McCord and Raiola, what are, let, let's talk a little bit more about landing them both, because some are trying to sell the, that picture and, like, that McCord, could you see – the other, I w- I'd love to know what the other, if what you're each McCord, guy thinks about that. If you're McCord, so I think I understand it from Riola. If Riola wants to be here with a year buffer, that's a great situation. He knows McCord's a good player it's yeah. good for the program, good guy to learn under, and he'll be out of here for sure. Yes, he's gone. In one year, Kyle McCord is out. For McCord, unless it's just like, he's like, well, they're going to offer me a million dollars more than anybody else. Um, it's a little bit like Royal is seemingly good enough. That is it too much of a threat or is he established enough? He's like, I know, you know, cause sometimes if you're a senior and you go like, I'm not scared of a freshman. Right? Yeah. So I that, mean, you remember that, that. I, I can remember being a team, you know, some hotshot freshman come in and you're like, you're not you, as worried as the fans are like, he's you're gonna really be, worried about. He was yeah. great at Liberty high, right? right? Like, junior, junior, tiny McGee. No, I'm not worried about that guy, but I, 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 but I could see how both view each other as a threat, especially because yeah, just say it out loud here. Like, you know, I don't know if it depends on what Royal, if Royola wants to come in and start, then obviously he does not like this Kyle McCord situation. Yeah. Uh, I also think Kyle McCord, you know, Kyle McCord goes and struggles in the third game of the year. And Raiola's ready. And Raiola's the five-star legacy. Nephew is the O-line coach. I mean, you think people wanted Harburg or wanted Chubba. I mean, imagine Raiola. Imagine McCord throws his second interception in the second quarter and Nebraska's down 10-3 and Dylan Raiola is sitting on the sidelines. People are going to be like, yeah. So I, I just I wonder I wonder what that 
so it, there is that dynamic you always have to worry about. But my philosophy is, oh, I don't care from Nebraska's like perspective. From no, like, yeah, it's like we we were very sensitive to that people's feelings, past, and we didn't get Joe Burrow when because we were worried about Adrian Martinez. Adrian, yeah. Where it's like. I think we have, I think in, in, even though like, you've got to think about like Dylan, he was going to Georgia where they had a whole boatload of good, like, so you need a couple quarterbacks. We have to have two, mm -hmm. maybe three. Right. So like that was even the place for like, for Kalen, like keep Kalen. I don't care. It's good. Yeah. It's good to have another one. Like, so I I'm not against keeping Kalen either, but I think if you're, I think these guys got to be okay with another quarterback being in the building. Right. And that's where I think, got to be fine with mccord being there if he's not like i have to be the starter on you know like, that's right i don't know i don't know what it, it can't be like these guys because it has be, to be mccord like if, if they McCord's don't want to come in mccord's got to be the guy yeah i mean there's no other point to have mccord here otherwise right so um yeah it, it's it'd be very weird to me if these guys weren't both in on this like here's what's going on board on. with it yeah to me there's got to be some sort of connection because if it's like we're recruiting him and we're recruiting him. We're hoping to get one of them. Like that'd be a weird moment right now where you're like, you have two really good players and you have to choose between them almost. Yeah. And they have to choose. It's like, I don't want to be there. I want it to be. We I hope. Both. I mean, yeah, I think from Nebraska's perspective, you absolutely want to have, yeah. you know, both of them, but like, I don't know. It's like at the end of a limit date and being like, can I have both of you? <laughs> <laughs> I choose you both. They're like, that's not how, that's not how this works. Like, I choose both of I you. I choose both but, of you. Uh, Thank you for great TV. Oh, uh, Lemonade, <laughs> what, what a great show. Um, so I, I just, I'm curious how that whole situation sorts itself out, like both of them in there. Um, you got to choose one. You got to go Riola. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, if you I have to choose do. one, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm definitely going to choose Dylan Riola. A uh, couple other things that I was, I've wrote down here. You you were you liked Seinfeld. You didn't necessarily love Seinfeld, right? I, I like it. I mean, I've seen every episode. Yeah. Do you remember the episode where George has a picture of a model and he claims yes. it was his ex? His, and it, it works. He helps and, him get and girls. It, yeah. And because he had dated a model, it had, it allowed other model other models then yeah. liked him. <laughs> I think there could be a little bit of th this is like a potential if Nebraska could land uh, Ohio State's starting quarterback in the portal, former five star. Yeah. And land, regardless of Raiola, the connections, whatever, land the five star number one quarterback in the country. This is akin to Costanza date having a picture that this was his ex-girlfriend of a model yeah. like and now it this could be a changing of the lens at which everybody views nebraska from these other five stars these other highly touted guys i mean so at some point in since sam bradford oklahoma became a quarterback school yeah yeah good great point yeah, you know like yeah. i mean i guess jason white won the won the Heisman but like I don't know he never like he was never like a real like pro prospect to me he was like a yeah he was on good teams right but like you know like you get Kyler and Baker and like it, it became like a thing where the good quarterback wanted to go to Oklahoma where that's not always been there they haven't always been USC they haven't always been you know Florida so like, or yeah yeah so like I do think there is that perception like 
you get the guy and, and all of a sudden now like you have that the kids growing up that go oh that's where Heisman yes. Trophy winner or that's where first round draft pick quarterbacks go right like we just never we've never had that no we've had the running option QBs and then we've been sort of been like you know not like we've never found like a super talented guy we no. just never have and so I just I don't know I was, I was thinking about that of like man you talk about just a a perception changer oh Nick I I think we land those two so this would be my prediction we land those two quarterbacks this week. Let's say it happens. I, I still, part of me doesn't. I know until it. I, I, yeah, it's not to me. It's not until it happens. This is like another, like we got really excited. Yes. But then it'll be interesting to see who else will come to play an offense with these guys. Who out of the portal can we, okay. Who's coming now? What recruits go? I'll come. And even defensively, if, if people catch wind, like, Ooh, Nebraska with a pretty good defense just landed some offensive guys, then you can maybe add a few pieces on defense that go want to come play on a team that might win. Yes. And, it, you know, like Nebraska has the tradition. We've got the the resources. we got the facilities. Like there's a lot to like when this school's good. It's just we've been down and it just there's a little stigma. And God dang, it's, it's amazing. Yes. Just starting to think through this right now. If this goes down, it feels like the doors start opening for us. And this is a bizarre way to for this to happen, but gosh, it feels like something's happening here. So like three more things and then we'll wrap this up. I will say real quick, tough deal for Daniel Kalen. Tough. I'm not saying I don't but like sometimes that's life. Life's just not fair. Yeah. Uh not kind, but somehow life just you know, if he's a good person, it's going to work out for, but like, it, it's legitimately, it sucks. Like he got looked over and he was a second choice. And now they're bringing back the first choice. And I do respect their, they're saying like, Hey, we'll honor your scholarship. But like, but I think if you're Kalen, you're probably going, well, I mean, what am you I You know, here? the writing's on the wall. Right. If Ryo, I mean, it sucks. I actually, a part of me wishes he'd stayed and, and be like the guy that's like, I don't care if it's Ryola. Well, because that, that's I know. what I actually would like to see out of him is be like, but who knows I what? I mean, because again, like we again, we're this by the time you listen to this, who knows where news has gone? Yeah. But there were some rumblings that Kalen and Michigan State were a thing now, but it's just hard. He committed, you know, he wanted to be a Husker. Nebraska was all in on Rayola. Rayola goes to Georgia. Then he decommits from Missouri right away to join Nebraska. Then all of a sudden Rayola comes back into the fold. And now he's potentially on the outside looking in. By all accounts, you listen to Brian Christofferson, uh, Mike Schaefer, Sam McEwen, Sean Callahan. By all accounts, Kalen was instrumental doing a ton of pure recruiting over the course of the summer and the fall. Like he did the good tight end out of Ainsworth. Yeah. Or like the, the two obviously teammates of Bell West, probably who yeah. knows if they come like he, and it's just kind of crazy a week before signing day. You know, it's like what Wayne's world, Cassandra, when Wayne showed up at Cassandra's wedding to get yeah. her back, like that's kind of what happened here. Oh, it's that that's rough. Um, what do you think? Let's. I'm loving your references today. You're all <laughs> Costanza, Goodwill Hunting. I mean, Nick, you're on it. Not, Wayne's, Wayne's World, World Two. Wayne's World Two. So good, Nick Ba. I do think. By the way, the other day I watched. I don't know where I would have been that I watched the first 25, 30 minutes of Wayne's World. I mean, that movie. 
spectacular. It's incredible. I it's the one thing that's unique about it that I wonder if kids today, I don't think kids today view rock and rock stars the same way yes. they used to be viewed, you know, because the whole thing, we're not worthy, yeah. and, you know, like Aerosmith, you know, like, like a big part of that movie is like the aura and the rock, pedestal yeah. that, that Wayne and Garth put rock they would mean uh, rock t-shirts. Yeah, yeah like, like they're, they're and so uh, that's like a central part of that movie yeah. that I watched. I was like, I don't know if that's how it really even uh, the movie Almost Famous. Oh, like yeah. the, those kinds of movies. It's just a different yeah, world. The girls for, are are groupies. Yes. They are. That movie's about groupies who basically like follow bands around and sleep with them. Yes, <laughs> I know. Like, and I just groupies. don't. Yeah, like, like that's it's hard to think about that now but that was like a thing in the 60s and 70s yes and and it just women men everybody put rock bands and rock stars on a pedestal and yeah. rock music on i think uh, rappers get that more now maybe, maybe a little bit I, it's I mean, now everybody now there's like you there's YouTube famous people and there's TikTok famous people so i don't know not sorry real. They're, they're not real famous no, people they're no. just but uh Real quick, as we're going in hypothetical world, let's say Nebraska lands McCord and Rayola. What do you? What's your guess on what do Chuba? Because I think Chuba can graduate and maybe transfer. He has to graduate to transfer. But do you think Heine stays? Do you think Chuba? Like, because you do need you need one of those guys to stay. Yeah, one of them will stay. I mean, I think Heine. I think Heine stays. Okay, I'm good with that. Heine's in Nebraska. I think he stays. Um... And Chubba's a, a coin flip. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to tell at this point with him. If he has one more year left, maybe he's sitting there going like, "I need. I want to go play at, I don't know, North Texas and be the starter or something, he, or yeah, I go th- to Northern Arizona and be he, the starter." He had his little moment. He had his moment. I think. You know, like I said, I mean, we'll never say. Uh, we, like I say, until this shakes out. Yeah, who like, knows? I, he he's still in the picture until this is a done deal. I think he's the guy here if they can't get a quarterback. So I think for him, he if they do sign, I mean, I think it's sort of writing on the wall for him. And he's still, I think he's a guy that can play somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know if it's, is it a Nebraska level or does he need to go, does he need to go like to, to a Mac school or a, yeah. a, yeah, a conference USA school, a mountain West school or something. I don't know. Uh, two more things we're out. There's the whole saying of what a penny saved is a penny earned. And in this, and, and we've already talked about it, but it's, it bears reiterating. We sit here and we get all excited about who the new person coming in is all exciting. But the fact that Nebraska was able to retain Tony white, where there was a moment there about a, a couple of weeks ago where it looked like homeboy was, was yeah. going to go to USC. The fact they were able to retain Tony white, they were able to keep polar bear, Ty Robinson, Gifford, Ben Hart, like, I just I want to repeat it like that is huge. Yeah. The fact that there has it now, it could change. You never know. Uh, there has not been this is this I will say speaks well to rule. There has not been a there's been very little portal movement out. There's been no exodus. No, none. So it's uh, it's it's good that a lot of people clearly like want to be here. And it also tells you, Nick, that like. Nebraska's resources are real. I yeah. do think that these guys are, they're making something here. Oh yeah, they are. And I don't think Nick, I don't think most schools are making much like, like right. you go to these, like, Oh, big Easter, you know, ACC 
average below average. Like I think these places are okay. Right. I think you'd be surprised though. Like the top traditionally, like the top traditional schools in the country that have like the history and the great, like, I think they just have such a competitive advantage for the, like for these resources that like, I think it speaks who's, whose guys are leaving. Like Michigan States are flying out the door. Are they paying? Yeah. Are they paying right? I, I, I don't know. All the guys, Polar Bear, Ty, Robinson, Gifford, Ben Hart. I bet they all got new NIL deals that were healthy. And you know what? That's a part of NIL that I'm like, you know what, Polar Bear? You like pay that man. You know, it's fine. Like, uh, I, I don't like that you have to. It's sometimes like you get more bang for your buck if you threaten to leave, essentially. Yeah. But like, it's the nature of it. I don't like having to, to like negotiate against your school and your teammates. And I don't love that part of it, but it's the reality of it. And, and these guys have to do that. And I will say, sometimes. and you, I don't know if you agree with this, but when, when I, I, I had a moment when I heard rule talk about that million to 2 million thing, like I did have a moment where I was thinking about like, listen, we get being on a team, being unselfish, being for the team. Everybody is conditionally loyal. Yeah. Every everybody's loyalty probably has a price outside of your your you know your family your kids all those things everybody is conditionally loyal everybody has a price like if you can go make two million dollars at age twenty like I I almost you got think you're stupid it. to not you do got to do it you have to do it yeah. if you're the ward kid out at Washington State. Yeah, you may love your teammates. You may love it, but like, they if understand. You, they yeah, understand. Like, I would go to my team. Like, I mean, imagine whoever Joe Gans comes to you and goes, "Bo, I mean, it's two million. I can get two million from Texas Tech." You would go, ah, "It's more it. money than some people make in their life." Yes, and, and you just go, I "I've come to college to, you know, get educated to learn how to make a living and get like." And this is the living. Yes. I've, I'm going to make it in tenfold. Yes. Like, yes. I, I, so I, don't, I just thought about how I used to be so like, where's the loyalty? Where's the debt? Like, I'm like, man, when we're talking about somebody getting a million, two million. With plus, that kind of money. It's so like, you go, it's like, hey, <sighs> like, you know, you offered me 50 grand. They offered me 75. It's like, that's like, that's different than like, like Marvin Harrison Jr. $20 million. Yeah, dollars. Like you're like, going, okay, what? Well, what am I, what are we talking about? Here? Yeah. Like if somebody offers Marvin Harrison Jr. Like 30, it's like. Bye, Marvin. Like, Bye. I, I, I wish you well, teammate. Like, and if you explain that to someone, you go, okay. I, I wouldn't let my teammate like not take ten extra million. Like, take honestly, it. someone comes to me and explains that to me, I'd be like, I, I'd be like, let me explain how this works. That's ten million extra dollars. That's ten million bucks. That's five million bucks. That's a million bucks. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, last thing we're out of here. Sip made this point, and it really was interesting to me. It's funny how, in the moment, Nebraska loses those four games in a row to end the year. They're stuck on five wins. They don't go to a bowl again. And you're like, man, I remember how we felt after that Iowa game and how we felt after the the Wisconsin game and how you, know, you left with a bad taste in your mouth, all, all those kinds of things. Sip, his point of that he actually thinks what is unfolding now is better for the program moving forward than if Nebraska would have found a way to maybe they kick that field goal against Maryland and they hold Tua and those guys and they're in a bowl game 
Because who knows, maybe if Nebraska does that, they keep things more status quo. They made a bowl game. Chubba's, Chubba's yeah. the guy. Like, is there, a as as much as I never want to live in a world where I, I you know, like am siding with like losing, could you almost view this like it was like a tanking thing to like get a better, get a... No, a, no, no, it's, no, I mean, in the end, the only difference is, if were, this, were people more desperate in the booster world? Because I don't think Matt rules any different other than he's like, maybe a realization is like, we have to have a quarterback and we'll do anything for it. Like, right. maybe that is the only saving grace of losing that bad was like the reality of the quarterback position that we have to pay for. It. And I think, Nick, you, you point, I, I'm thinking about still, I think it's a great point. You're talking about all these things we just invested in and we can't afford not to have a good offense with something for our fans to be excited yeah. about. Cause that's who's going to pay for it. Like, yes. Think about Dion Sanders in Colorado. Um, yeah. It didn't end well this season, but they were saying like the economy in Boulder, like, Oh, it's it was worth yeah. like hundreds of millions of dollars to their economy. Dion's sort of like unbelievable rise. Yeah. And so that's a real factor of people being excited and tuning in. So, like, if we land these guys, Nick, I want you to watch if there are any tickets that are not sold out. And then you want to watch how fast they sell. I guarantee you that all of a sudden we get those two guys and maybe a cut. Like, you get start Fleming, selling, you get another. Yeah, they'll like, start selling tickets, Nick. They right? will. I promise you they will. And that's the part where Nebraska fans will show out numbers and they will pay money for jerseys and like everything Nebraska becomes real again. The things that are built into the state just get turned back on yeah. and the spigot goes back and all that money they spent, the $2 million on quarterbacks is super chump change compared to the hundreds of millions they'll make if we're good. So it's just, I completely agree. I just thought it was an interesting thought. Because I never would have thought there would have been a scenario that could have unfolded over the course of the next of the month after the season ended that I would think, wow, this was maybe better for the program that they didn't go to a bowl game and didn't keep things status quo and didn't have the urgency that they they needed to maybe go get this situation where you get McCord and, and Rayola. It's just, you know, may, maybe, you know, we've talked about this curse. Maybe the last games were the were the living, breathing, unfolding of the reverse of the curse of like the football gods being like, just hold on, you're going to lose these four games, but that's going to set forth a series of events that is going to land you Kyle McCord and Dylan Raiola, and you then are going to now be set up for. But I think it, I think to reverse a curse, you have to you have to. You have to do something. And I think it's maybe as simple as like <clears throat> checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what it's as simple as that. Yeah. That may reverse the curse that's in my right. mind. Like or maybe some guy walked in with like the the lottery check, you know, like the giant like the giant check need to be brought in the building. Like I I don't know. Maybe that like we just had to go like we tried every other thing humanly possible, so we decided on money. Just I, whatever <laughs> it is, it's just I I mean, okay, it's, yeah, it's Wednesday. Riola gets here Friday, maybe, or something yep. like that. So, um, 
I would love, I mean, I don't know when those guys' timelines are, but like to me, the longer it goes, the more it, mm, I don't know. Like, I feel like if it's going to happen, won't it happen soon? Well, because why would you come? I mean, if you're Raiola, you've already taken 10, 12 visits to Nebraska. To me, you are coming to cross the T's and dot the I's of an NIL deal. Because here's the thing, these guys, like, it's not like if he just showed up on campus again, we'd be like, oh, it's like, and this is a training room. Yeah. And this, I mean, he's seen all this shit. Yeah. He's his his uncles on the staff, like, like the, who are these insiders that are flipped? Like, so like who has communicated this? Like, I don't understand how that works, but clearly like it's been communicated to these people, the writers at the major papers and the Mitch Sherman's of the world, they seem to have a, a trust in it too. Yes. To where I'm like, I, I guess I with that but i like, know I'm it doesn't it didn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense at all to me but because when i first saw the report i was like okay now wait a minute but then you know you have your your different uh national recruiting analysts steve wilfong different people that that change their crystal ball predictions from georgia to nebraska and you go and then you hear about an official visit coming yeah. up and you go man that's what they do i mean that's what those guys' professions are like they don't change the like you're not going to change your crystal ball prediction. Like they're with not the, sitting there going like, oh, let me, oh, yes. I just thought about Nebraska. I'm like, they legitimately get a phone call from somebody that says, this is happening. Talk to the Riolas. It sounds like they're going to Nebraska. This fell apart with Georgia and Nebraska can't like, it's gotta be that, right? It's gotta be that. And they, they called him and he's like, can you confirm that? Like I can confirm. Yes. They wouldn't do it unless that, cause like that's them. That's their job. Yes. So unbelievable. This is, uh, I mean, to go to go from the, the court, Nebraska's quarterback situation to potentially Kyle McCord and Dylan Riola is jarring. Yeah, I mean, it's a perfect scenario if we can pull it off. Yes, it's just wow. Yeah. So okay, we wanted we wanted it. We went about fifty minutes. We were nice and tight there. Uh, I guess we'll we'll check back in in a week to see. A week from today is the is the early signing period. Yeah. And if you think he's going to wait for a signing day to announce, I hope. No, my I also thought maybe this weekend it's like you finalize the NIL deal and there's like a, an a, an announcement of some kind. I did feel bad. Did you see the video that Gifford and oh, Ben Hart? Boy, great. did they pick the wrong day to announce they that did. they're they 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 dropped their fun video of them coming back the same day the McCord's on campus news breaks that he's back, like involved with Nebraska. I mean, they're probably like, good God. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's too bad, but for them, it's like, uh, those guys are good for business. Oh yeah. By the way, have you ever, they did the, have you ever sat in one of those nap pods? No, never have. Would love to. I would love to do that. I might break in there and be like, I I'll, I would feel a little. Would you feel a little like your lower body exposed? But you're like I don't think I like that. I don't I feel, think I like that at all. You want to protect. You want to protect. You want to protect body. Yeah. your 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 lower extremities. I don't think I'd like to fully imagine fully going under. You're asleep and your whole lower body's exposed. I don't think I like I don't that like at it all. Either. <laughs> I'm like, can I get a whole pod? Yeah. I want a whole nap pod. It's like primal. Something primal like. Yeah, like you're not you're gonna let the lions come get when, my legs. Do you think cavemen were like, I sleep half my body out of cave? You're like, no, like that's a horrible idea, caveman no, Daryl. That you keep those legs. You keep your legs inside of it. Yeah. But uh now that was unfortunate. That's like, should we release this movie 
Forrest Gump is releasing the same day. Is that that's not a big deal, right? We'll be fine. Independence Day. We're taking on we're taking on <laughs> Gump and Shawshank. Huh? Like Titanic. Titanic and Saving Private Dang Ryan. Like yeah. good choice. Like, good choice. Way to uh, way to go. Avatar. That cat movie can't be that big, right? No problem at all. Ooh, that's the same weekend. <laughs> oh my bad. My bad. Uh, oh goodness. Okay. Well, we will we'll we'll circle back in a week when the dust settles with at least the early signing period. Now that might not a guy like McCord might that might drag into January. Like I don't because he's not that you know the early signing period is is a high school thing. So yeah. I, I don't know when the McCord thing is going to happen, but but I guess for them like. I would think the sooner you'd if 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 you got a bowl game though, like what do you he's in the think, portal. See, so he's in the portal. Like he's so, in the portal. He's not so he's yeah. not playing. That's yeah. Yeah. that's the only thing I will say. The, uh not to end on like a sour note, but like, is there something a little like now? I mean, Kyle McCord is walking away from Ohio State. Now, there was you 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 kind of from the outside looking in, there was there was maybe a little bit of I think maybe Ryan Day didn't necessarily want to name him the starter and and didn't really fully embrace him. Uh, but you were walking away from Ohio State, a national championship contender. You got you know ridiculous amount of talent around you. That's a little like hmm. And then yeah. there is an element of like Rayola, he moved to Georgia, and. He's gone to he's gone to three different high schools in four years, yeah, and he's been committed to Ohio State. Now he's committed to Georgia. Like, I don't know. Like, it feels a little like there's a lot of drama in in, in like there's a lot of like there's a lot of that. Like, there's, there's a lot, lot of that. Of, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. Me, like, me, me and you come from such stable worlds where it's like we're born in Lincoln. Wait, you moved? You went to a different? You I mean you didn't go to Lincoln we Southeast? Fr- we had the same friends. <laughs> we, the, we would never think of moving. Dylan Rowe, have you ever considered going to Lincoln Southeast I High School? I think it would be good for him to be like, so what we do here is we never leave. <laughs> and we talk a lot about Lincoln Southeast and what it was like to go there. <laughs> I think it would have been good for and him. And then we stay here longer. And we stay here forever. And, and we, we make we no only, new friends. And we hang out with only each other. But we'll always be secure. Yeah. That's where it is. But, but like we are very like we're such loyalists like we it's hard for us to like think about like yes going to a different three high school three I mean I get high, the, the one was circumstantial so the one was like he, he there was a transfer that they weren't going to grant him so he had to move to yes. so that last one I the get the last it, one like, I can wrap my mind to be able to play football you yeah. know but yeah you just you can you commit decommit, uh, you commit decommit commit decommit you go to this high school that's in his like like he in his life he has moved more in his life than like like our sphere of influence people like you know, combined i mean but we always laugh about my commitment which is like they're like frank solch was like would you like to would like to have your scholarship i go i'll take it and i was done and he was like recruiting you over to your parents recruitment like, no. over he goes you yeah. want to talk to your dad right. about it? i was like nope no nope. i'll take it <laughs> my recruitment you, was I over love that you thought my it was recruitment- like you thought it was like a no takey backseat like you yeah. like you can't take it back so it was like witness the, it was the last day of camp my recruitment which i wasn't really recruited before that my recruitment began at like, like call it 9.01 on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. And it was over sealed and done by 9.02 on Wednesday afternoon. You never had to recruit me again. It was a one minute. Look at you, the most low maintenance recruit. The most low Has maintenance. Has there ever been a lower maintenance, more production, higher production? I submit there cannot be one. Okay, that's where I think, yeah, I think maybe I did the best job of ever 
producing. not wasting their time. No one's time was wasted, including my own. Nobody One minute of recruiting. Time. I was committed for like the longest in Nebraska history. And I've never needed another. And you've recruit. never, yeah. They've never had to recruit So me it's again. just hard for me to wrap my mind around. <laughs> Some people want to be recruited and decommitted. Like, but if there was NIL, I'd be like, Frank. Frank, well, let me tell you. I'll Wait take a minute. It. Whatever it is, <laughs> you I'll know take what? it. I'll take it. Uh, Homer Simpson. Reject the first offer. Reject the first offer. I'll offer you like, like a some terrible like bag of. Well, that's like the like, Kramer. Kramer, when he burned the coffee, and they were going to offer him free. They were going to offer him like a million dollars, and it's like we'll offer you free coffee. And Kramer's like, I'll take uh, it. Yeah, I'll take it. So, yeah, you, that was you. You would have been a bad nil negotiator back in the day. But I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing. It's like okay, McCord leaving Ohio State. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Um, I don't really. Understand. Like, I'm sort of like it's hard to tell. But who knows what their nil situation? And this is where it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. When we're and there's million, two million dollars potentially to be had. Like, yeah. he could be the quarterback at Ohio State, or and make. I mean, I'm just throwing out numbers. Maybe he's making four hundred thousand there, five hundred thousand there. Who knows? I would think yeah. it'd be more than that. Uh, or he's going to get offered two million dollars to go play at Nebraska for a year. It's like oh, I'll, I'll consider that. Yeah, I mean, Marvin Harrison's getting twenty, and let's say he's getting half a million to a million in Ohio state. And we offer him two, two is a big difference. Yeah. Two is like, yes, it's a, I mean, geez, I think you go for two. If, yes. if you're getting one, they offer you two. You go, yeah, sure. Oh God. I mean, I mean I, it's crazy. To even say these numbers. I mean, we're making them up. Isn't, like, that, isn't that crazy? I mean, I just, Matt rule said one to two. So I'm going to go off of Matt rule, but like, it still seems like a lot. Dana Altman. I'm trying to think when I was a GA, I can't even remember what he paid me. Like it was oh. like a stipend. He was like $800 a month. Probably. And every time he'd hand me a check, he'd be like, overpaid. <laughs> oh, every time. It was the there he has come a long way. Overpaid. Not only does uh, he not pay you, he writes overpaid. Like, he's writing the check and signing it, and he's just overpaid. like, overpaid. Overpaid. <laughs> <laughs> Barely covers my rent. Oh. Barely, I mean, bring utilities, all that stuff. I had enough money on the side to go do like nothing. Have like a Subway sandwich with you and grab days. a beer with you. But yeah, things have changed. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. We'll try to, in a week, we'll maybe circle back, see where the dust settles. Uh, again, if by the time you're listening to this, everything we've said has been rendered incorrect. I apologize. Hopefully you still enjoyed it. You got a Wayne's World reference, a Seinfeld reference, a, a Goodwill Hunting reference. You got enough references to sustain you for the next week, right? Let's go read Gordon Wood. Let's go we regurgitate, regurgitate Gordon Wood. <laughs> A Heard at Sports Network production.